If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. I am so excited to introduce today's guest to you. She is one of our incredible Mamas & Co. members. She has been a driving force behind some of the stuff we've been doing in the last couple of years, and she's just such a joy. So please join me in welcoming our fantastic member, Andrea Maraud. Hi! (laughs) Good morning! Good morning! It's so great to have you here, Andrea. I'm so, so excited. I am so excited to dive into this topic of start before you're ready, because I think this is something that we all need to hear. I think your yeah. story is really powerful. So before we dive into all the goodness, can you please take a moment and tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what your mission is? So I'm Andrea Murad. I am the co-owner together with my husband of two award-winning Korean skincare companies. Sarange, which means I love you in Korean, is a tribute to my mother-in-law's skincare legacy, while Aurora Skin Science is North America's first 100% vegan collagen skincare line that has been clinically proven to surpass the efficacy of retinol and vitamin C. 
Our mission is to show you that healthy, vibrant-looking skin is possible at any age, and then to empower you to elevate your self-care rituals so you can fall in love with your skin again. Oh, my gosh. So good. And if you're wondering why my skin looks so good and Andrea, <laughs> I, I'm very I am, proud of it. <laughs> as you should be, as you should be. And especially when we dive into your story here, because take us back to, I still have a very clear memory of the very first day I met you. Not, I believe a long time was, ago. Yes. I believe it was MamaCon 2019. So tell me a little bit about where you were at in your journey at that point in time. Okay. So I, was, I, I, I had just had two very devastating miscarriages, and I then was quite further along. And they were three months apart. So as you can imagine, my mental health was not great. I wasn't happy in my teaching career. I was really struggling, and I was looking for anything, a lifeline, if you will. I knew deep down that there was more for me, so I still had that little bit of hope somewhere, but I just didn't know how to access it. I didn't know where to go for help. And oddly enough, I found MamaCon through a Facebook ad, I think. And I remember being intrigued. I had never gone to an event like that before. I had no idea what to expect. The novelty really appealed to me. So, I mean, at that moment, I just bought a ticket and I invited a friend. So that's where we started. That's so fun. I always thought, to be honest, I thought a friend brought you. I didn't realize you were completely, you know, came in fresh <laughs> like that. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was just a very interesting message from the universe. I see it as that. But if I had known what I was going to get that day, I would have walked there. <laughs> well, so this is interesting to me because you came to MamaCon, you had this teaching career, you were kind of slowly falling out of love. You knew there was something more for you, but you didn't know what that more was. You ha- you did not have clarity on what you wanted to do in terms of next steps. Is that right? Exactly. I had no idea. It's just, I knew I wanted more. I knew this wasn't the life that I was written to do. Like there was more, there was so much more. And I felt that where I was, wasn't working anymore. Like it, it was comfortable for a long time. And then all of a sudden it started becoming uncomfortable because it didn't feel right for so yeah. long, if that yeah. makes sense. Oh, I mean, I think so many people listening to this can relate to that. And I, I lived that, right? I mean, things do change when you become a mother and and your family becomes the priority. And so I'm curious to know what happened for you that day at MamaCon and and what was the end result? Because I believe you took a pretty big step that day. But I guess I could say going in, I was really nervous because I didn't know what, if I would have to share too much of myself and I was not comfortable doing that. I didn't feel confident doing that. But I went in with an open mind. And honestly, like I said earlier, if I had known what I was going to get out of that day, I would have walked there. Like I signed up for the membership. I didn't even know what I was going to get out of that membership. I I didn't have a business, as I said earlier, but I was just like, 
whatever this is, I want more and I want it as often as I can get it. So it was really, it was the best decision I ever made for my business that I didn't have yet. <laughs> I love hearing you say that because that's a great example of, of starting before you're ready, right? You just had an inkling that you were in the right environment, even though you didn't have a specific business or a specific path laid out for you yet. So, but that did change over time. So you joined the membership, you started connecting with other women. I I remember you starting, you know, you were very good at engaging in the Facebook group and you were very good at, you know, coming to our virtual events, being a part of the community. You really immersed yourself and that, you know, no matter where you are, what, what age or stage of business, that's one of the most important things that you can do to really maximize the experience. So you did that. And then somewhere along the line, things changed and you did get a business, but not in the traditional sense, I think. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what happened? Okay. So I just had a baby, my second baby, Maya. And so I guess I, I don't know. I don't know the exact dates. But anyway, I had a couple of months later, my husband comes home and he says, we have to fold Aurora, which is a second business, a baby, a baby skincare business. And I use this product. This is my product. Like I was obsessed with it. And he said, we're letting go of half of our team and we need to fold. We can't get out of the port. So it was COVID. So everything was stuck at the port unless you're Amazon. And that's what he said. And I was so devastated because I knew I went into creating this company and I, I loved it. So I just couldn't sleep. There were a few nights where I didn't sleep. I kept thinking about it. What can I do? How can I help? And then I just woke up one day and I told my husband, I'm going to take it over. And he kind of looked at me like he just had a baby. And your teacher, <laughs> what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure it out. And so the agreement between us was there is no money. So if you're going to figure it out, you got to figure it out with what we have existing. And then I said, that's fine, but you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> so we agreed on that. And that's sort of how it started. <laughs> so I love this so much. This is, it's such a unique story. So just to clarify, if there's any confusion, Andrea's husband was already running two thriving skincare lines, but one of the skincare lines wasn't thriving as well. And it was, we were starting to see issues with carrying this company. So he says, I want to close it. And you say, no, 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 don't do that. No way. <laughs> I love that you saw the potential in this. And I especially love it because of course I know what came next, but yeah. that was right around the time you decided to take a leap of faith and join a players. Tell me when you joined a player, cause here you are, you, you're running this, you know, you're running this business. You don't have any experience running a business like this. I also have been told there's no money to grow the business, but in order to get to keep running the business, you had to grow it, right? You had to prove to him that it was a viable business in order to keep things going. So here you are, you're like, I don't know what to do, but I know I need help. Enter A-Players. 
And I remember talking to you about A players. I remember there being a lot of hesitation. I remember you feeling like, I have no idea if this is my path. Tell me a little bit more about what was going on in that moment. Because this is after now after you've decided to take on this company and you have these challenges against you. So what was going on in your mind? At the time, I just didn't think I was ready. I didn't have the courage or the confidence to take the risks that I needed to take to move ahead. I never had to do this before. I was afraid to fail in front of the community that I felt very proud to be a part of. I was afraid to fail in front of you. And quite honestly, I didn't think that I was ready to be held accountable to something that I wasn't entirely sure I could achieve. (laughs) I mean, I always had this crazy vision that I was going to take over a business and I was going to knock it out of the park. But actually taking the steps to achieve that goal scared the crap out of me. (laughs) I'm really glad to hear you share this because I think that that connection between having a big mission and then actually needing to do some stuff to move it forward... (laughs) is it's really hard to do. I'm very good at getting people pumped up to see the big picture, but but then you need to actually do stuff about it. And so here you are thinking, I don't know if I'm actually ready to take those actions, but at the same time, you knew something had to change. You knew you had to do something. So here, here you are saying, I don't know. You know, the accountability to self piece is huge. I would say this is what holds most people back from joining programs that is that they aren't certain about themselves and their own abilities, but you decided to go for it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) That was my, yeah, go for it. What what made you decide? Do you remember the thought in your head when you finally <laughs> pressed go and you said, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this? Was there something that shifted in you? I think it was, so I remember, I'll be honest with you, I remember years ago, Chanel, I think everyone knows our beloved Chanel. She said she had a year where she was going to do things that scared her and she's going to do it anyway. And I remember her saying that, and God bless you, because it sticks with me always. I just did it anyway. I said, this is going to be my year, where I do all the things that are hard, and I'm going to prove it to myself that I can do it anyway. Hmm. So if it scares me, then sign me up. <laughs> I love that. So it's really that simple. It was, I knew deep down that this fear I was experiencing was my inner voice trying to keep me safe and small. And I also knew that in order to overcome that fear, that I needed to push past them. To staying safe and small was no longer serving. Yeah. So if I wanted things to change, I had to start doing things differently. You had to start stepping up and facing those fears. Yeah. And something I've always admired in you is you don't shy away from talking about the fears. You know, a lot of people kind of shove it under the rug and it's this deep, dark secret that they don't want to talk about. I remember there was something else that you mentioned early on in your journey because, of course, you've taken on this brand and now you need to get more visible as the face of the brand. And I remember you talking to me about your hearing disability and how... That impacted your, you know, your willingness to show up. Are you willing to talk about that a little bit, Andrea? Yeah, yeah, no. 
I, I guess I could usually say that all my life I tried to t- I tried to hide that, and I would tell people I had an accent, not a speech impediment, or you know anything to just avoid that look of oh, you're different. And then all, of, and I would just I would hide. I would never raise my hand at school. I would never you know ask a dumb question. Because I just didn't want to be seen or heard. I wanted to blend in. I wanted to be normal. But coming into this business, I had to do the opposite. And that was hard for me. It was really hard for me. It was completely changing my paradigm of what, who I am and how I want to show up in the world. I remember. I remember what an identity shift it was for you because you were starting to, you know, show your face and you were starting to really be an advocate for this brand and what this brand can do for people. But I remember you talking to me about it and saying, I don't want to show, I don't want to speak on camera. I'm embarrassed. I don't know what they're going to think. Do you remember that? Yeah. (laughs) It took me, it probably took me, oh, I don't even know. I had so much to work through with that. I still do. I still get online and I'm nervous. I still listen to myself more than once before I post anything. <laughs> but I do it anyway now, which is the difference. And I think for you know a lot of people listening to this, this is a fear for a lot of us. You know, the 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 fear of putting ourselves out there and stepping up and being the expert and being judged in front of people. But for you, there was this additional layer of emotion there that runs really deep, right? This goes back to your childhood. Because this yeah. is something that you were born with, correct? Yeah, no, I probably actually aren't sure. Nobody really knows what happened because it wasn't discovered at birth. I was a toddler when it was discovered and they couldn't figure out why until now. Nobody really knows it's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. So, so, but it's been the thing that has caused you to shrink yourself and hide yourself. And now here you are, you've invested in coaching, you've <laughs> invested in yourself and this is your year of saying yes to stuff. This is your year for going for stuff. And this is just another way that you stepped through, even though you didn't feel like you were ready to do it. I remember wow. you saying like, they don't want to see, they don't want to hear from me. And I said, yes, they do. I remember that so clearly. I was like, yes, Andrea, they do want to hear from you. They yeah. do want to see your beautiful face. They want to hear your voice. They want to learn from you. And then that's exactly what you started to do in A players. Little by little, <laughs> you started to step up you started to step up even more. And what was what was A Players like for you? What was that 90-day journey like for you? Okay, so at the beginning, it was very nerve-wracking. I felt like I had to show up and I, knew, I had to know stuff that I don't think I knew at the time. <laughs> we had to come up with a goal right away, which was really overwhelming for me because I felt like everything was a goal. <laughs> I needed to do everything and fast. But it was really interesting because after spending, I think it was our first call, like our coaching call together, I was able to get really clear on my 90-day goal and what to do 
what were my next steps? So it wasn't just, this is your goal, go figure it out. I felt very supported right away from you, Leanne, but also from the other players. It was a very special container, I guess I would call it, especially being in the early stages and not having all the confidence and not really knowing what to do and asking lots of questions and asking for validation. It was a really good place to be to have that. Yeah, because everyone in A players thinks I'm the only one that feels this way until they get in and then they go, oh, we're all just trying to figure it out. And we're all overcoming these fears and we're all feeling nervous about the next step. So yeah, I remember your cohort and I remember there was a lot of, there was a lot of just talking about that stuff, really normalizing the the feelings of, oh my God, I'm about to jump off the cliff and I don't know if this parachute works. <laughs> but I'm going to land. <laughs> yeah. So tell everyone what was your what was your initial A player goal? This is going back a few years now, but yeah. that first goal for you, because you had to prove that the company could be a success. That was first right. and foremost. So what did you pick? I so it was decided I decided that I would figure out how to create an ambassador program for the business. Initially it was just for Aurora, but it ended up being for both. I was looking at other companies and how how they were making money. And I was trying to figure out ways to make money, not just the obvious way of selling product from me. So other companies I had noticed were very successful with ambassador affiliate marketing, if you will. So I thought this would be a good revenue generating goal, which is what we needed right away. And something that I could implement as soon as the program was created. So it was something that I could do in 90 days and that would hopefully bring me revenue without me actively putting more effort and time into it. And that's Um, why it was such a great goal for you because it was a program that made sense for your business, but it was also going to generate revenue that was going to be more passive than some of the other strategies we looked exactly. at. And I also remember speaking of revenue that at that time you had set a wild and outrageous financial goal <laughs> for the company. Do you want to tell us what that was? I hope you honestly, I don't remember setting that goal. I was kind of surprised by it, but we hit six figures and it players. <laughs> I remember this very clearly, and you may not have because it was a bit of a roller coaster, but here's what happened. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Been so long. You had said, I would like to hit six figures in my first year. I want the business to hit six figures in my first year because if we can do that, that will prove to my husband that this is a business. <laughs> that this business. I'm doing this. Yeah, that you're doing it. <laughs> And not only did you hit six figures in a year, you hit it during your time in eight players. And I remember the day that you shared that in that group and the group went wild. (laughs) I know. It was so fun. (laughs) It was totally unexpected. But you were, again, like you were doing a lot of the right things. You were building a lot of the right connections. And the six figures came because you had gotten into a major publication and all of a sudden, you get this massive flood. See, you think I forget these details. But no. I <laughs> you get this massive, <laughs> massive flood of tons and tons of sales all in a really short period. And the thing that I hope people are taking from this is 
you don't always know how it's going to come. And you stayed detached from that. You said, here's my 90-day goal. Here are some of the other things I'm going to work on. And I am setting this intention of a six-figure business within a year. And I'm okay, however it might come, Uh, right? It didn't have to- I wasn't attached to the how at all. That's at all. And I think that there's something of this, you know, the goal itself and the fact that the business was going to be shut down, you came at this with a kind of, what have I got to lose, right? (laughs) Which is, it's such a hard energy to describe, but you know it when you feel it. And I actually felt this very recently at our last MamaCon. I went in saying, I'm not concerned if people join the membership or not. And we had our our greatest and most successful MamaCon ever because that I agree. is awesome, <laughs> right? You put the focus on doing the work and building the connections, and then and and you detach from the how. I love this. Exactly. Now, I want to fast forward because not too long after this, so here she is. She's she's kind of built a six figure <laughs> business by the seat of her pants. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember you kept asking the how. <laughs> Well, again, like you were doing a lot of the right things. It was bound to pay off. And, and again, we don't always have to know exactly, you know, exactly which steps were the right steps. You were in the right environment and you had the right peer group around you. That's a big one. I actually think that's one of the biggest ones to be putting yourself in the room with people who are doing what you want to do, who are already doing it. Because those are the people that are going to give you the ideas. Those are the people that are not going to shut down their big, crazy goals. They're not going to tell you they're stupid. They're going to say, make it bigger. And I love that. That's probably my favorite part of all of this. That's right. And you had that in A players. And here you were, you were hesitant to even come into A players. And then what? Six months after A players, <laughs> I tap you on the shoulder and I say, I think you might be ready for something bigger. And <laughs> I'll never forget that call. <laughs> so, it, you know, Andrea had, had built a six figure business. And I said exactly that. I said, you need to be in the room with other six figure business owners now. And Andrea had built some great relationships and and had some wonderful peers and A players, but they they weren't all moving at your pace. And so my invitation to you was to explore what being a mama mentor would look like. Because of course, Mama Mentors is, is a mastermind program that I run for women who are also mothers, also already making six figures in their business. And they are at a stage where they're ready to pay it forward and start mentoring some of our newer members in the community. And what did you say when I invited you to that? No way. <laughs> Why? I was so scared. It was the same thing. It was the same conversation in my mind. I'm not ready. I don't feel that I deserve to be in that room yet. It's so That's just me keeping safe and small. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, again, this happens a lot. It it happens a lot. And I also knew the other women in the program. And I knew that even though you weren't as far along as some of them in some ways, I knew you'd be really well supported. Yeah. And I knew they would push you. I knew they, they would did. challenge you. <laughs> they did that for sure. Yeah. 
So what were some of the initial ways that you, once you joined Mama Mentor, so spoiler alert, she became a Mama Mentor. <laughs> that was the best year of my life, I have to say. I and do, do, it. I do, do you it. remember? what? We'll talk about why it was the best, but I want to go back to the first few sessions when we're gathering together and you're in the Zoom room with these now six-figure business owners. <laughs> do you remember some of the feels that were going on for you then? Yeah, it was the same. It was just that I felt very insecure. Like they were using acronyms that I had no idea about. Like remember, I'm a teacher. I'm not, I have no business training. I have no business education or experience. So this was a lot. So for me, I was just listening and trying to absorb as much as I could. And again, I reverted back to don't raise your hand, don't ask stupid questions. Just listen and try to learn in that way as much as you can. But I was nervous. I was so nervous. Yeah, I I remember that. And with every group I run, every single group, there's always going to be people who are more experienced, more vocal. And then there's going to be the people like you that kind of linger back a little bit. And I could see that this pattern was playing out. And I remember (laughs) nudging you a little saying, Andrea, you have stuff to share here too. Right. And then, and then I remember after probably about two or three months, things started to shift. You started to show up stronger in the group. You started to have things to offer that evolution. I will never forget. So I mean, this is the essence of start before you're ready. She had to get herself in this room with these bigger players. And then she had to kind of start to act like them. Right. They're never ready. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've learned from all of this is that if you wait till you're ready to start, you know, to send that email, to launch that business, to take on that program, you're never going to do it. You're never ready. So why not start now? So true. So tell us, how did some of the other mentors challenge you? Do you remember some moments, whether it was mentors or maybe me, some moments where you kind of had to step up and do bigger things in this now, you know, different level of, of peer group? The biggest one was showing up with something to share that was worthy. I think yeah. for me, I couldn't just get by and say that I did my accounting today. Like it had to be important and it had to be worthy of a share in Mama Mentors. So for me, I had that group on a pedestal and I needed to rise to that. I wanted to add value. I didn't want to just take from that group. And it was really important to me that I was contributing as well. So I think that was how I was most challenged, was to rise and to meet them but they were. Oh, you know, I love this so much, you know, because it, you could have just kept doing what you were doing, running the business you were running and things would have been fine, but you chose to put yourself in a situation where you knew you'd be forced to have to show up and in a bigger way because of the other women that were in the group. And then there was the whole mentoring aspect right? Running the accountability group. And I also remember a lot of conversation around, you know, when you were, you know, leading our members and teaching, because as part of Mama Mentors, 
you actually get to to do some coaching and training. Mm-hmm. And we we found a topic that was a good fit. You talked about how to build an ambassador program, right? Yeah. Because you had done it and it was so successful. And we knew that this was something that other business owners could benefit from understanding the concept of an ambassador program. But I also remember there was a lot of nerves because that was the first time you really, you know, took the mic as an educator in our community. Yes. And, yes. and again, <laughs> I don't think you felt, quote unquote, ready for that. At all, I prepared a lot for that day. I, that's how I ease my nerves and my anxiety by being very prepared, over prepared, if you will. But that experience was really—it was—it turned out to be really fun, and I really enjoyed it. And then I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> what else am I holding? Like, it made me question what else am I not doing because I'm scared or because I don't think I can do it. So there's a couple things I hope the audience is picking up here. The first one is if you want to feel more confident in doing something scary, prepare, right? You wrote outlines, you rehearsed. I, and and you, you even did that for today's conversation. I recall you saying, right? Like I, knew, I wanted to know. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, because nobody wants to show up and then, you know, fail in front of people. So there are simple things that you can do to feel more confident in these, you know, uncomfortable settings, such as prepare ahead of time. And the other thing that I hope people are picking up on is, you know, the only way to get past the fear of doing something is to do it. There isn't any other way around it. You had to go live in front of the group. You had to put yourself out of that comfort zone and start mentoring and educating others for you to see the kind of personal growth that I know that you were really craving, right? There's You can't read just read a book on this stuff and then get the skills. You have to actually do it. But then when you do it, the magic is the, in that the fear dissipates and you realize, oh, I can actually do this again, exactly. right? And I can do it better and I can, you know, change this and change that. But the idea that the the feeling is there, that knowing that you can do hard things mm-hmm. and just ha- knowing that whenever something comes up that is challenging, having the confidence now that you can do it and that you will do it. It's a really, it's very cool. <laughs> it's very cool. Your journey is very cool. And, you know, when I I look back on our time together, it's something that I'm so proud of you because it it would have been so easy for you to even look at the first A players and go, nah, I'll just figure it out on my own, right? And what a different path you probably would have had had you done that. I have to say that just being in the membership program prepared me for this in a big way. Because even though I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't have a plan, I didn't have a business at the time, I was still teaching. But being in the room, again, with people who are doing cool things, people who are, you know, in businesses that I thought were interesting, they were moms, they were partners, they they had many different areas of their life that were similar to mine outside of the business aspect. 
and just watching them from afar and listening, you know, reading their questions and the comments, going to events, having conversations, those, that aspect of my beginning is what prepared me for, I think, being able to get up and say, I'm taking over a vote. I don't know how, but I'm doing it. Because I had that backing, in a sense. I felt like I had a team behind me who, if I had a question, I knew where to ask. And I knew that in Mama's and Co., anybody and everybody could help with because I saw how much they've supported everyone else. And I really, I really, this, honestly, there's no community better than this one. I adore Mama Zinko community. Everybody, everyone of you is so special. I've never found anything better than this. Oh, I love hearing you say that. I love hearing you say that. Sure. I'm not just saying that to better you up. It's the truth. <laughs> well, there's really no need to butter me up. There's nothing to gain here. No, um, no. I, I, what I appreciate about what you're sharing is sometimes it's, it's hard to understand the value in different investments that you make and each one of these layers, right? First, the membership community, then a players, and then, you know, mama mentors, each time you were surrounding yourself with a peer group, you're learning from them. And I think what's so important about, you know, if you are going to join a community, make sure it's a space where people are sharing openly and honestly, and make sure it's a space where you would also feel safe and supported to share your stuff because you're not going to get the benefits out of it if you're just staying silent, right? I love that everyone, and as you said, anyone and everyone is also asking questions, no matter the level. I just saw Cindy Wagman post a question a couple of days ago. Cindy's our oldest member. No, not oldest, longest running member. <laughs> and, you know, one of the most experienced business owners I know, she's been in our community for eight years and she still has questions to ask of the community. The questions so- never run out. <laughs> and there's always somebody who might be able to either connect you to someone that they know or provide the answer for you or the resource. And I was just in a strategy call with one of our brand new members the other day. And I said, here are some of the best things that you could do right now as a brand new member. I said, show up in the <laughs> Facebook group and just post, ask a question, share a win. You know, in our group, you are allowed to poll yourself. Uh, there are. Introduce yourself. Say hi. Yeah. <laughs> And, and just, you know, and continue to ask and then also see what other people are asking and see where you can support. Because that, first of all, that's just living our values of paying it forward, but it's also how people get to know what you do. Right. And I always say like, you know, be tasteful about this. This is not shameless self-promotion. Nobody wants to be in a group like that. That's not valuable. But if you show up thinking, how can I add value and serve just like you did in in when you were talking about mama mentors, right? Like these are some high achieving women, but I also want to be able to add value to them uh-huh. too. You know, that's a beautiful part of that. So whether it is mamas and co or another community you're a part of, really look for ways in adding value and and nurturing the relationships within there. That's how you get the value of these things, right? For those of you who are scared to invest, that's how you get it's not about 
I achieved every goal I ever had. I hit these major results. That's nice, but you'll notice that's not what Andrea is talking about here. And one thing I do want to talk about, because you were somebody that made some really beautiful friendships in your, you know, three or four years that you've been around the community, you've made some really powerful friendships with other mama entrepreneurs. Do you want to talk about that piece for a little bit? Uh, it's it's interesting because I have core group of girlfriends that I've had since I was in elementary school. Like we're very, very close. But as I've moved from teaching into entrepreneurial life, my interests have changed. And what I enjoy changes. What I want to talk about has changed. And I as my I will always love these girls and they'll always be good, like people close to my heart. But I'm not getting the same. I'm not getting lit up by our conversations anymore. Mm. The way that I was am now with my new group of girls who are also moms, who are also entrepreneurs, who are also doing all the things and inspiring me to do all the things. But these connections are, are like nothing I've ever experienced before. The energy and these conversations and the, the groups and the events that we go to together, it's totally different. It's a whole different experience. And it's so uplifting. The conversations are not about gossip and they're not about, you know, this. my husband's this or this didn't work out for me. It's about what are you doing? in your business like how are you growing how did that you know offer work let's host an event to uplift this community like it's so powerful what you can create when you're surrounded by people like that and when you're in conversation with people like that regularly it's not like once a year it's all the time so these women are like fundamental to my growth in my business and in my my personal growth as well. I love hearing you say that. I it's been honestly one of the greatest pleasures for me is when I see somebody come into our community who maybe doesn't know that many people and then they just start to build these powerful friendships, right? And these what's interesting is these relationships don't just serve you for the time that you're in the community. They serve you for years and then decades to come, right? You're going to know these women forever. You're going to be a part of your, each other's lives forever. I still get messages from some of our very first members, you know, from from now nearly 10 years ago. I still get messages from them saying, I don't know if you know this, but so-and-so and I are still in touch or wow. me and this group, we still we, we meet monthly as a little virtual mastermind and we all met in Mamas & Co. in the very early days. And that just wow. warms my heart because I mean, listen, anyone can create success alone, but why would you want to right. do that? <laughs> it's harder. It's harder. It takes longer. Like, why would you do that? Why would you take the harder path when you don't have to? And yeah. it's not that you can't do it. But why? Why not do it with fun and joy and ease? Why not? I'm curious to know if you have any tips on how to start before you're ready. Because I think a lot of people will hear this conversation and go, okay, so I'm just supposed to start? Like, what, you know, was there anything that you did to kind of maybe get you in the right mindset or certainly, you know, the relationships, the alliances, 
I'm just curious if you, if you, if let's say, you know, there's someone listening to this who's looking at a big, taking a big leap of faith and they're terrified. How do they actually go about starting before they're ready? How can they get there? I think the first thing I would say is don't try to be perfect before starting. Just start messy and figure it out as you go. Those messy days will be good stories later on when you're, you know, thriving and growing. I think the perfectionist in most of us is what kills most businesses before they even start. So that would be my first best advice is just start. And every day, don't look at the big, long road you have ahead of yourself. What's the one next best action the annual will say that to do I, I make it I, I listen well what's the yeah the one next best action that you can take that will move you closer to that big goal and do that and then tomorrow write down that same question and what is the next best thing that you can do today that will get you closer and it might be simple like send an email or send a follow-up email. It doesn't have to be, like I remember starting thinking I had to do big things. And if I wasn't doing big things every day, then I wasn't moving. And that was completely false. Sometimes that follow-up email was all I needed to do to get closer. So I would say just Every day have that question at the top of the page, next best action. And be perfect. Be persistent. Like, don't be afraid to to email someone three or four times until you get a response. Send yeah. those follow up emails. Keep booking the discovery calls. If you didn't do a good one today, so what? Do it again tomorrow and improve. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Look stupid. Look stupid as much as you can. The more you fail, the more you learn. And once you get rid of those feelings of embarrassment, instead you're looking for learnings. Because the only time you actually fail is when you quit. Oh, I love that. The only time you actually fail is when you quit. There's so many things I could share. So many. (laughs) I know. And this is just such a joyful conversation because I am thinking back to you know, your very early days and the first day I met you and the look on your face of like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just know (laughs) I want to be here, right? You put yourself in the room before you even had a business. And that to me is just the epitome of, of starting before you're ready. But I think these tips are really, really valuable. You know, don't be afraid to do it messy. Let go of needing to look perfect because it's not about being perfect. It's about our desire to look perfect to yeah. others. Exactly. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the with the whole, what's my next best action, which is yeah. a question that we ask every every meeting in in A players, right? What's 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 the next thing that may or may not move the needle? It's also something that I'm seeing a lot inside the Mamas and Co community and the accountability groups now, mm-hmm. right? Where you're, you know, you're meeting up with a group every single month. And you're sharing your progress, but the whole point of that is accountability to keep you moving forward. So you got to keep asking, okay, guys, what do you think? You know, use your peers as your sounding board. What do you think I should be focusing on? Because there's all these different things that I could be focusing on, but it's that- Three things, three things, three big things. That's it. If you go past three, it's too much. (laughs) You're not going to do it. 
Yeah. Oh, Andrea, I could talk to you for hours about this. This just this conversation has so warmed my heart. I would love to for you to share where people can find out more about you and your brand. So I would love, love, love to connect with anyone and everyone. You can find me on Instagram at Aurora Skin. And if you want to find out more about our skincare companies, AuroraSkin.com and love sarangel.com so love l-o-v-e-s-a-r-a-n-g-h-a-e.com or you can just dm me and i'll send it to <laughs> beautiful andrea thank you so much for being here i so appreciate you thanks for listening to the business of thinking big Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com.